Kelsey's been getting a lot of, in, you know, screen time. Really? For about, one of his relationships. About what? Um, huh. Yeah. Even uh, some of us non-football folks <laughs> know exactly what you're talking right. about. Can we right. just can we just go ahead and do a, uh, uh, I don't know, take wagers now on how, I've already seen one, but how many couple costumes that we're going to see tonight oh. of... Travis Kelsey and yeah Taylor Swift. We've already yeah. seen. We've yeah. already seen. I've already. We seen can't one. take wedgers because we're Christians. But that's true. <laughs> here's the thing. That's that one of his relationships. Yeah. Yes. But he's also in a different relationship that's been a little bit overshadowed by this one. Hmm. Of course, he didn't do well this weekend because he was swiftless. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. what some of the speculation is. I when she doesn't you. show up, he doesn't have a good game. Lord, huh? they showed goodness. They showed the stats. Uh, they showed the stats, and it was you know. When she attends the game, right. and when she doesn't, and, and I think I, it was they just, got spanked by the Broncos, who had not yeah. beaten Kansas City for a while. So. But Mahomes, they beaten much of anybody, right? Mahomes has. I know they're the ones that uh, the Dolphins whipped, but I will say Mahomes had the flu. That is true. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, so the other relationship that he's entered into mm-hmm. is with Walmart, mm-hmm. and he has come up with what they're calling uh, Kelsey's Kitchen. I think it is. Yes, Travis Kelsey's Kitchen. They're ready to eat heatable meals. Okay. And because he's in Kansas City, of course, the first two that are making any news right now. Barbecue. Barbecue. There's a burnt ends mac and cheese Mm -hmm. and a Mm. burnt ends baked beans. Mm. Uh, Some of the other flavors that are apparently there are uh, sausage barbecue baked beans, seasoned brisket burnt ends in a barbecue sauce, Mm -hmm. seasoned sliced brisket in a barbecue sauce. And then just to step out of the barbecue realm, there's also sausage and meatball marinara with peppers and onions. Okay. So it's all heat and serve stuff that Travis Kelsey has branded. He mm-hmm. was obviously working on this long before yeah. the Taylor Swift thing sure. came along, but it's really just been overshadowed. Now, I will say that there are mixed reviews. Instagram people are saying, oh, that looks good. Oh, I would try it. Mm-hmm. Reddit people in and around Kansas City are saying things like, uh, Travis Kelsey is a great tight end, but don't buy this garbage. No. Hmm. Any burnt ends for that cheap ain't worth it. Huh. Okay. Burnt ends are considered barbecue mm-hmm. delicacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, if you're out in the hinterland compared to St. Louis and you don't have Texas or St. Louis barbecue in your back right, right. yard. Kansas I, City in this place. So sorry. Yes. Yeah, I would I would try. The I would try this. burnt ends? I absolutely, I would, um, yes. I think I might try, like, the burn-ins mac and cheese to see how it is. Mm-hmm. But there are so many good barbecue places around mm-hmm. here. That's true. That it would be, I would be hard-pressed. This would be like desperation meals. You, mm-hmm. you stick these in the, in the fridge the and fridge. you're just like, when, <laughs> right. when there's nothing else. Yeah, pull them out. You pull out the Travis Kelsey burn-ins like mac and cheese. Kind of like what we call EPs, emergency pizzas. In the back of the freezer. Nothing else. Go pull out one of the EPs. (laughs) Heat and serve. It's Wednesday Mm -hmm. night. What we're going to eat before we go to church? Mm -hmm. Well, we got that Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm. stuff.
were talking about Travis Kelsey a couple of minutes ago, and it's it's crazy. I mean, Travis Kelsey's been around the NFL for a long time. He's tied in for Kansas City, super popular, but he's become a household name now for a couple of reasons. I mean, obviously Taylor Swift at the top of the list, but you know he's Super Bowl champ. He he and his brother Jason, who's the center for Philadelphia Eagles, and then they have a podcast. Um, I don't really follow them, but I, I know who they are. But here's what's so crazy. So you've got Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, right. and it's actually their dad who uh, there was an article, I don't know, a week or so ago, and maybe longer than that, and the dad was saying that we're actually pronouncing their last name wrong. Really? Yeah, it's actually Kels. Oh, okay. but when they got into the NFL, everyone was pronouncing it Kelsey. And I don't right. know if it was Jason or Travis, but they just said, Dad, let's just go. Just with let it. it go. Yeah, just let mm-hmm. it go. So their their last name really is Kels, Travis yeah. Kels, uh, J- uh, yeah, Jason Kels. But it's interesting that you say that. Uh-huh. I was actually watching a clip recently yeah. of Nate Bargatze on yeah. Jimmy Fallon's uh-huh. show. And he was correcting Jimmy Fallon. Well, the. Nate Bargatze, if you don't know, or Bargatze, yeah. mm-hmm. is a comedian. Mm-hmm. I've seen several of his Netflix specials. JR is a big fan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was correcting Jimmy Fallon, but in classic Nate Bargatze form, mm-hmm. by saying to Jimmy, apparently I've been pronouncing my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know it. Yeah. All this time, I've been saying Bargatze. Mm. But it's I bar- heard you pronouncing it Bargatze. Bargatze. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So apparently I've had it wrong. Oh, that's hilarious. All these years. Mm. Back to football for just one second. Yeah. Is it the Philadelphia Eagles? Is mm-hmm. it Jason who has sort of brought this new push across the goal line play in? The, the tush push. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he and well, is, it, is it the Eagles or is it? It's been around it's been for around, years, but, but Jaylen, for years it was illegal. Yeah. Jalen and Jason have perfected it. Okay. Now, I will say, I think it was this past Sunday – it was actually a fumble, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they've they've got this tush push going. Yeah, where they can get short yardage. Yeah, they can. Uh, and I've uh, one of the games I was watching a week ago. Mm-hmm. They just were. I mean, they were yeah. scoring. They made oh, yeah. t- two touchdowns from the from the one. Yeah, with that play. Uh-huh. So yes, good mm. job, Bill. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of fourth and ones. That's how they're getting them. Yeah, and they. I mean, and Jason Kelsey. He is. He actually just set the record. I think. I know it was for franchise Eagles franchise. Why are we talking more about teams that we don't care anything about? <laughs> but set the franchise for the most starts. I don't know if it was for the NFL or just for the Eagles. But he's been around, you know, for, for a little while. For a little while. Yeah. But yeah, the Kelsey brothers are kind. I feel like they're they've become the new Peyton and Eli a little bit in a, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, you may have little kids showing up at your house tonight. Martin House is going to be all lit up. We're going to get to know our neighbors a little bit uh, and. Something that is on my mind, Dave, because of kind of all of a sudden it's Halloween, and then you know next, you know no, next week is the first full week in November. Yeah, and T-shirts for turkeys is happening, and I don't want people to get caught off guard by this because I mean it this gets, is, it gets here before you think it will. It does. It's one of the biggest outreaches that we do. Yeah, I'd say so, and it feeds people, and it's yeah. talk about your neighbors. Talk about loving your neighbor as yourself. This is a tangible way that you and your family can be involved in reaching out and loving your neighbors. We will have fed tens of thousands of people 
in Florida and Georgia and Alabama as a result of this this effort that we call T-shirts for turkeys. Yeah. And I just didn't want to let any more time slip by without just mentioning it, mm-hmm. putting a little bug in your ear. Actually, I'm, we're, we're on the same page. I was actually driving in this morning, and I hope Liv's, Liv and Amy aren't listening because you know, they do the lion's share of this. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh! We forgot to mention T-shirts for turkeys yesterday, and it starts a week from yesterday. Yeah. So this is this is probably our biggest week of the year. It is truly one of our, our biggest outreaches. I, have you looked? I mean, I just looked at the just before we went on here. Looked at the yeah. turkey stops in, in Florida and Georgia. I, I've never seen such a long oh, list. Yeah, listen, it gets longer every yeah. year. We tried to figure out how many years we've done this. We I came in two thousand four. So we've done it every year except one when we did the power up. Right. So would this be, so next year would be our 20th year. So if we didn't do, so would this be our 19 years doing this, I guess? Yes, I so. think so. Yeah, 19. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's amazing. Uh, the uh, The idea is you bring a frozen turkey and give it to us. Mm-hmm. We give it to the people that feed homeless and hungry people at the holidays. We give you a, a Joy Fib t-shirt. And it's just a great outreach. It's yeah. so simple, and it's really great. So if you want to find out about the turkey stops, they are now posted. Check yes. it out at thejoyfm.com. Well, it's a holiday today, Dave. Yeah. Carmen has all her teeth. I know. <laughs> Big celebration. <laughs> Carmen has her teeth day. <laughs> Reformation uh, day. Uh-huh. It's, it's, everything Halloween. happens on the one day. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, if we're going to be technical, but you don't know about this one. I actually need another one on my left hand side, but he—he oh, really? he is. That's he, just one tooth though. I, for yeah. somebody from Alabama. <laughs> I do. I, yeah, I have to. T- <laughs> well, I—I I, I just have to tell you real quickly. Okay. I had a conversation with Kimberly yeah. just the other day. Uh-huh. We were talking about next year and medical things because yes. that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. As a husband and wife who've uh-huh. been married for a while. Yeah. She she looked at me real serious. She says, "I just want you to know." I got a screw sticking out of my back tooth here. That's all I got. She's like, I got to get this crown. I'm like, oh, right, yes. right, right. I forgot. I forgot. And that that is me. I This was, it's so funny because it's probably 2020. Pete and I were talking about this last night. It's probably 2020 because uh, Abby was still living at home. Uh, we were just out walking one night just to get outside later in the year. And all of a sudden, I'm just, I bit down and you could just feel the tooth move. Long story short, I had an implant that failed. Yeah. So I go and have another post put in, put on, or you know have that in, inserted. Whatever they do, it's they have to. It's like a surgical procedure, or yeah. medical procedure, dental procedure, I guess. And y'all, I've had a post with the screw. I'm yeah. kind of like Kimberly. Right. I've had a post with like a cap on top of it. So I mean, what is this? Three years later. Three years later. I mean, it's just. It's just. I've just. Put it off, put it off. Well, mm-hmm. long story short, I went to my doctor, Dr. Cirillo, who I adore, love him. If y'all don't know the story of Dr. Cirillo, my, my dentist, when I was trying to tell him how to, you know, cure planter's warts, and it's <laughs> not what he had. He did not have planter's warts in the ice cream aisle at the grocery store. Um, but when I went to see him about this one crown, realized I, my other crown had cracked. Long story short, I have two new crowns, and it's so funny because I walked in this morning to Dave and Bill, and I'm like, "Guys, is my is is my 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 chin sticking right. out? Or is it like is it is it bulging there?" Because it just feels so much fuller than you're used it to. Does. It feels so much fuller, and I guess I'll get used to how this feels. But I even told right. Doctor Shirley yesterday, I'm like, "Oh, so this is what it feels like to have." To oh, I have to tell you. <laughs> 
Yeah. If if they're if she could take them out, uh-huh. you know she's one step away from that. Because <laughs> I mean, my my re- I can't just... tell you the number of relatives that I had. Yeah. That they would just show up at family functions. Uh-huh. No teeth. <laughs> they they had teeth that they had paid good money for, uh-huh. but they just weren't comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, so it's like, oh. man, they only put their teeth in for special occasions and yeah. family yeah. Christmas gathering is not apparently a special <laughs> occasion. So. Okay, listen, uh, while we're telling stories this morning, it's going to take us a few minutes, but can in about 10 or 12 minutes, can I tell the story of my dad? You know which sure. one I'm oh, talking yeah. about. Can yeah. I tell it? Because oh, we've yeah. got new new people who probably have not heard this story and it's just it's it's a good one so but it'll take us 10 12 minutes feels appropriate hang with if you're just tuning in let me catch up to date really quickly on why i'm about to tell this story of my dad so i got two new crowns in my my mouth i literally have been walking around for gosh three years without two of my back teeth and so i I finished them up yesterday, and I I walked in this morning. I'm looking at Dave and Bill, and I said, "My is my cheek sticking out here where I've, where I've got teeth." <laughs> Your face shape has not changed. Just to let you know. Oh my goodness! So it ended up reminding me of a story about my dad, and we have a lot of new listeners. We've been into some new markets, so just super quickly. Grew up in Northeast Alabama. My dad, my grandfather was the sweetest man ever deacon in the Baptist church. Mama and Papa had five kids. My dad was considered quote unquote, the black sheep of the family. That's what I grew up hearing my whole life. He struggled with addiction, struggled with alcohol, really was a sweet guy, funny guy. I think I get my sense of humor from him, but he just never could beat the bottle. He never could. He just could not beat that. And he actually ended up, you know, he was in jail all the time and he actually had a heart attack and passed away when he was in in jail. So I'm at his funeral. He grad, uh, he graduated. I guess you could say he graduated. <laughs> he passed away in November of 1994. And so I'm sitting at KL Brown Funeral Home and this was the funeral home in my small town Alabama. You know, if you passed yep. away, everything was at KL Brown. I don't think we were we were related to KL. I think we just I don't know maybe somewhere same last name same last name, but I don't know that we were related. So there was a time, and I remember this. Um, there was a, a little college I don't know on Highway Twenty One. There there was a bar. It was called the Sports Nut. <laughs> Crazy how you remember all this. It was called the Sports, the Sports Nut. Nut. Yes, my dad frequented that that. Establishment, establishment yes. often. <laughs> so, and this is, this really is sad, but you have to, you know, you have to get to the funny part of the story. So K.L. Brown is telling me this at the funeral and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally remember when that happened. My dad went to the sports net, got into a huge fight, had drank too much, got into a fight, mm. ended up at the hospital, had to stay in the hospital for a couple of days. Like it was, he was in pretty rough shape. So here's the part where KL was telling me this. He goes, Carmen, your dad's mind. He goes, the stuff that he would think of. I just, he goes, I'll never forget one night <laughs> the phone rings and it was nothing for my dad to call you at two or three o'clock in the morning. That, I mean, it happened all the time. So he calls KL, owner of this funeral home, calls him. He answers the phone and he's like, KL? He goes, yes. He goes, it's Ken. He goes, Ken, it's two o'clock in the morning. Why are you calling me? He goes, 
I got in a fight the other night at Sportsnet. He goes, and I lost my teeth. <laughs> he goes, I didn't know if maybe you had any extra. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> One size fits all. Right, He's like, right. I didn't know if maybe you had any extra down the funeral home that you weren't using. That I, could have. <laughs> so, I mean, can you imagine what his, his thought process? He's lost his teeth. Uh-huh. He's calling KL, which he knew him, mm-hmm. and just said, Hey, I mean, I don't know. Did they bury you with your false teeth? I have no idea. Well, but he just wanted to know if there was extra pear laying around that KL wasn't using, and he just was going to come pick them up. I, I can. <laughs> I can say that I've never been to a funeral where, as they walked up to start the service and close the casket, yeah. it seemed that they were taking a little extra time to remove the teeth. Oh, they do? No, oh. that's what I'm saying. I've never seen that happen. I think they go on with on to the great beyond. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you want to present goodness. your best, you know, oh. when you're... Yeah. I'm telling you, when Kale display, told so to us speak. that... Uh, sitting there in the funeral home you know when, when my dad passed away we laughed and yeah. we laughed and we mm. laughed and we laughed that was one of the fun it sounds just very <laughs> just, logical just really like him you know <laughs> he lost his a funeral director with a sense of humor would have said hold on a second let me take but check the tooth drawer and see if you got anything in a size can telling a story about my dad a couple of minutes ago when he lost his teeth and called the local funeral home kale brown and asked if he had a extra pair laying around oh my goodness I will, set. I will i will laugh about that until the day i you know meet him in heaven one day he did love jesus he just never could beat his demons um it's interesting though that we i wasn't planning on talking about my dad today at all mm-hmm. um but i got home a little later last night had a couple of things i had to do work-wise and came in and pete we just we started talking about matthew perry and just he had heard us talk about Matthew Perry yeah. you know, on the show that morning, and then he he just saw some, you know, other stories that were coming out. I'd read a couple of stories too, and it's just it's so it's so sad. At the same time, uh, I love in his mem- memoir, and I didn't know this, Bill. You talked about this yesterday that he talked about a moment where he had hit rock bottom and, and called out to the Lord. Yeah. So I want you know I want to believe that yeah. he had a relationship. I saw a couple of those yeah. excerpts posted yesterday in a yeah. lot of so- socials, and one of the statements he made was that he was he stayed sober for two years uh-huh. on the strength of that one moment. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. I loved hearing about that, loved seeing that. And then what Pete and I were talking about last night is that he, in, in the last several years of his life, he didn't necessarily want to be known for being Chandler Bing. He yeah. wanted to be known for helping people beat their addiction fight their addiction and if someone came to him and said help me to stop drinking he was there Mm -hmm. he was he was there um as a matter of fact side note uh, i saw an interview the other day with john christ comedian john christ and he has such a he i mean talk about the the work that the lord's done in his life uh he he was on a podcast with Carrie Newenhoff, and I think, I mean, that podcast, I think, was almost two hours long. I listened to every single minute over wow. two days walking. Um, but it just made me think about my dad because, you know, he didn't want to be, he did not want to be where he was in his addiction, but he literally just could never, he could never fight it. And it was, you know, it was 
it was drugs and alcohol. Um, and then I'm talking to, to Pete last night and I said, you know, I said, how old, because I don't know these things. And I wish I did as a daughter, I feel like I should, but you know, it's a complicated relationship when your dad is an alcoholic and you have to protect yourself yes. and have boundaries, especially when you get married and have a daughter. But I told Pete last night, I said, and you I, had to be a caregiver yes. for a good bit of that relationship. You had to be yes. the one going I, to pick him up and oh, things like yes. that. Yeah. I can remember. Mm-hmm. I remember being 16, 17 years old and he was at one treatment center. I lived in Jacksonville. He was in Birmingham and they wanted me to come pick him up because he had broken the rules and had stuff inside, you know, the, the treatment center that he wasn't supposed to have illegal things inside the treatment center mm-hmm. that he was doing. And so they said he's out. And so they asked me to come get him and drive him to another one they'd found another place to take him and i've never i've never been so fearful as the day that i picked him up it was at night and i mean i i, I might have been 17 but i was young this was too much responsibility for me at that age sure and i'm driving him and he is wanting me to stop so he can get some beer mm-hmm. and i'm like dad i'm not stopping we're going to this next center and this is before gps you know i'm trying right. to oh, figure yeah. out where i'm going in birmingham and he was like, he goes, no, I want you to stop. I'm like, I am not stopping. And we're passing an exit. And he grabbed the wheel and like pulled us off the exit. Wow. And I'm like, okay, what do you do? Do you just stop and let him have what he wants? He's going to cause a wreck. But that, that you know, there's grace for him because that wasn't his heart. And there was even something that happened. I won't go into it now. Later on, and Dave, you remember, yeah. it was with the tornadoes in Alabama that God really healed a lot of that with me. So beautiful. But I was talking to Pete last night, and it's like, I don't know how old my dad was when he died. I don't know. So I was even Googling it last night. Hmm. I don't know how to go to records, and but I don't know. I can't remember my dad's birthday. I know he was born in April. I want to say it was like April 14th. I know he died on November 29th, but in 1994, but I don't, I don't know how old he was, but I'm pretty mm. sure I'm older mm-hmm. now than he was wow. when he passed. But anyway, all the, all talking about Matthew Perry just led sure. me to all of that. But if you are, I will say this, if you're someone who has a loved one that faces alcoholism or battles addiction, man, God bless you. Keep praying. It's, it's a, it it's is a tough, tough you, you, you need somebody to, to do what Matthew Perry wanted to do with others yeah. to come alongside yeah. and walk with mm-hmm. them or walk with you. There are people who are willing to yeah. do that. May you find them yeah. in your circle. I guess you'd say it's a holiday. Do people consider Halloween a holiday? Mm-hmm. Today's uh, yeah. Halloween for some. Mm-hmm. I know not everyone. We've already had this conversation. Some people, some people celebrate, some people don't, which is all good. Um, it's also all hollow. I, I never can get it right. All well, that's- all Hallows Eve. That's where All it comes from. Yeah, Hallows yeah. Eve, mm-hmm. and because tomorrow is All Saints Day, mm-hmm. but or All Souls Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but for our partner Bill, yeah, I mean, you're just giddy. You got a twinkle in your eye because this is your day. Well, this is this is oh my word. He is unbuttoning his shirt. I he did, has a t-shirt I on underneath. You do not. Oh <laughs> my word. <laughs> First of all, it's rare to see Bill in a T-shirt. I didn't even pay attention. So, I mean, you usually wear a white T-shirt underneath your button-downs. Oh, right? But I'm okay. just saying without the button-down, For this sure. is a rarity. This is a rarity. Okay, so let us describe it. Actually, Dave, you do better at describing than I do. It's a black T-shirt. It's got the face of uh, one Martin Luther. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then at the bottom. I he can't, can't see the bottom. It says, nailed it. 
Uh, Nailed it. So today is Ref- Reformation, Reformation humor. Day. Yes, Reformation humor, our, Reformation our, Day. This was a gift, by the way, from our very own Krispy Kreme a couple uh, years ago. That's okay. I got to take for a the, picture of you. For the 500th anniversary yeah. of, the, of the Protestant Reformation. Okay. Uh, 500 years ago, 526 years ago now. Wait, wait. That can't be no, right that, because that was so, that was so <laughs> that would make that a twenty-six-year-old shirt, yeah, and I don't. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anyway, it's over five hundred years ago. Yeah, and this was, gosh, this is such a significant event. Like, there's nothing in the modern world that wasn't affected by this event, and so many people don't know anything about it. So Carmen has challenged me for years. How do you, Bill, just put the Reformation in a nutshell? And like, I teach a class in this at church where I have nine hours of teaching time over six weeks to do this. Just and on the takes, Reformation? Just, oh, my goodness, right. and I barely scratched the but surface. But you get college Ew. credit for it. Oh, you should. my word. But I will say this. So it's hard. So Carmen asked me, I remember last year, she <laughs> says, Bill, in a nutshell, what's the Reformation? I, I absolutely drew a blank. Like I couldn't – because, listen, I – how do I put it in a in a in a nutshell? I can right. let me do it for you. And I've got I've got I've, we've got Catholics listening, we've got Protestants yeah. listening, sure. we've got people who don't care. Yeah, atheists. I mean, we've yeah. got the whole gamut so in this Martin audience. Martin Luther was Catholic, right? He was Catholic, uh-huh. and he disagreed with some of the practices, some of the theology, some of the beliefs, and so he went and nailed theses to a door, <laughs> and caused you know some. He ruffled a lot of feathers. And the church split between Catholics. It was the birth of the Protestant church. And, I mean, that's it. That's, in a that's, not a, bad. that's a nutshell. That's not bad. And what you want to do is crack the nut right. and get into the to the meat. Sure. That's, I will say I wrote, I, I labored to write one sentence. And it was probably not much better than what you just did. Okay. Here's what I wrote. The Reformation was a protest started by a German monk named Martin Luther. Not to be confused with Martin Luther King Jr., who was actually named after the reformer. Martin Luther, yeah. Ex- which exploded into a worldwide movement and created the division into what is now Protestant and Catholics. And what you have to understand about this to understand the significance of it is the fact that in the 1500s when this happened, the church was the most powerful institution, really arguably, in the Western world. It went back and forth between the church and the empire, the Holy Roman Empire and the church. For hundreds of years, it was everything to people. Their whole lives were controlled by their relationship with the church and the empire. And the church was acting like an empire, quite frankly. It was crowning kings, deposing them. Uh, men bought their offices. You could buy a bishop, office of bishop. Sure. Um, popes, unfortunately, at this time um, were known for their mistresses and illegitimate children. There was a ton of corruption. And even worse, the worst thing about this time was that people's conception of God was really skewed. They didn't have Bibles. They couldn't read. The teaching of salvation that we are saved by faith in Jesus was buried under layers of church ceremonies and traditions, relics, taking pilgrimages, buying an indulgence, all of these things were supposed to confirm your standing before God. In other words, the church had turned into a kind of a marketplace where you could work your way or devote your way or buy your way out of God's judgment and into heaven. And Luther, this got really personal for him when they started selling indulgences right around the area where he was trying to lead his people in church. He was a church administrator. He was a monk. He was a Ph.D. in theology. He taught at the seminary there. 
Um, and he just decided one, well, not just decided one day, he'd been working on this for a while. He did what you did back then. He wrote up a list of debate points in Latin, and he mailed it off to Albrecht, the Archbishop of Mainz, which was his archbishop, and we think he posted it on the door of his church what do you mean on we October think? That's 31st. That's all we've ever heard of, I know. is that he nailed the thesis. We know for sure he mailed the letter to Albrecht of Mainz. Okay. We don't know for sure exactly when, where, because we just want to have a record of it. Well, it's just, we have to. It's it's a your shirt says it. He nailed, nailed it, it. He nailed right it. there. All right. I mean, the next Most thing people, you know, you're going to be telling us George Washington never chopped down a cherry tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 95 Theses list um, actually got translated into the popular language, into German, and the printing press had just been in, uh, brought into uh, Mainz about 80 years before that. So it was like the Internet. It was like a post that went viral in that day. It was actually the absolute equivalent of something going viral today. Right. And it got the attention of the Pope. It got the attention of officials. Luther said at the end of his life, I never intended this. I just wanted to help the church to reform. Mm -hmm. But he was dogged in his determination to say, we're not going to just surface polish this thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to the roots of the problem. Mm -hmm. And that's what got him in trouble. Mm -hmm. And when he brought... Just one more thing about this. Well, the, uh, the the reason he saw me look over at the computer screen, like, what's the next song? But the, the reason I'm looking over is because, seeing how much time we have, because I have a couple of questions for you. Oh, yeah, you. yeah. So can we come back and do a part two? Absolutely. Okay. I want to give you yeah. two things that this changed. Okay. Scripture became the final authority yes. over the authority of the church or institution, and the gospel mm. got re-articulated mm. as it had been lost in that's that good. day. So that's, that's the Protestant Reformation with a nutshell <laughs> slightly nutshell. cracked open. That is not a nutshell. That's the biggest <laughs> nutshell I've ever seen. <laughs> We're talking about Reformation Day. Bill is repping over here. He's got. I'm going to post this picture on our stories in just a couple of minutes. He has on a black T-shirt with Martin Luther's face, and it says— Just make sure my gut is sufficiently tucked in um, for you well, before you I'll post let, that. I'll let you approve it. <laughs> The only thing is, is nailed it is across your gut. So I'm just going to have to suck in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll take another one. Um, so <laughs> Apparently I, you didn't <laughs> suck in in the first one. Apparently I didn't. <laughs> you were talking live, so you weren't prepared uh, when okay. I took the picture. So Martin Luther, he was actually going to be an attorney. His dad wanted him to be an attorney. He had this this thing that happened with a thunderstorm, lightning, mm -hmm. ended up becoming a monk yes. in the Catholic Church. Become Quite a uh, rigorous one. Yes, and he became, he became um, what's the word? Uh, dis Disillusioned? Dis yeah, disenfranchised. Disenchanted? Yeah, something like that. And he, uh, so he ended up being kicked out of the Catholic Church, right? Well, this was after the 95 Theses, yep. and again, he was just trying to be a theologian. He was trying to be a pastor. He was trying to do the work that he felt called to do, but he got challenged, yeah. wound up having to go defend these theses, and he's like, no, I'm not going to back off the truth here. Mm -hmm. And he was not getting good receptions. And so this got to a head-to-head -head uh, confrontation yeah. here yeah. between a German monk mm -hmm. and the most powerful institutions of the world at that time, namely yeah. the Pope, the Roman Catholic mm -hmm. Church, mm -hmm. and the Holy Roman Emperor, mm -hmm. uh, Charles V, who was just crowned. They met at a place called Worms, mm -hmm. W-O-R-M-S, for a diet, which is a, a courtroom thing. And this courtroom scene was quite dramatic. Luther you know, by this point had been a celebrity. It's 1521. It's five years after. Wait, I'm not doing good with math today. 17, 18, 19, 20, 
four years after mm-hmm. he posts the 95 Theses, he goes to this, uh, this courtroom scene, all the most powerful men in the world, mm-hmm. Spanish soldiers, members of the Inquisition, the Holy Roman Emperor is there, and a prosecutor. And they put all of his books on the table, and they say, have you written these books? Yes, they're mine. Do you renounce what's in them? And he goes, you know, he starts sweating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I hear, can I have 24 hours to think about it? Yes, I, yes. <laughs> and the podcast yeah. that I talked about yesterday, Luther in Real Time, yeah. th- it's a dramatization of all of this. And it's kind of a nerdy moment for me. But, y'all, it is good. It really it is, is good. really good. We posted that that uh, podcast series yesterday. So if you if you if you're interested in it, and they're short episodes, yes, they're like eight, nine, ten minutes. But they're, I mean, it is really, really good. You can find that at themorningcruise.com. He goes to his room there in Worms. He's praying all night long. Lord, can I alone be right? What's going on here? This cannot be right. But his convictions are solid. He steps back in front of that same court. They ask him the same question. And then he makes that famous Mm -hmm. speech, unless I am convinced by um, reason from the scriptures, I cannot go against my conscience. It's not safe or right to do so. Then these famous lines that he may or may not have said exactly this Mm -hmm. way, here I stand, I can do no other, so help me God. Mm -hmm. He's whisked away. There's a whole story after that, but this this is the Reformation now has taken off, and Mm -hmm. it literally overturned the Western world. Mm-hmm. The, the Catholic Church reformed mm-hmm. itself to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but Catholics and Protestants could never get it together after that that point. Mm-hmm. But it's had a profound effect on all our lives. The modern world owes a lot to this moment in history mm-hmm. and to this movement in history, and that's why I like to bring it up. Martin Luther, he goes on to marry. Oh, yes. What's his wife's name? Uh, Katarina von Bora. Yes, yeah. we've talked about her before. And Smuggled her out of a mon- uh, nunnery in a herring barrel and married her out of pity okay and fell madly in love with her and then how did martin luther pass away uh he just at the end of his life he was visiting he was he went back to his hometown Mm -hmm. um and he just died of old age okay so he wasn't his last word he wasn't taken out (laughs) no no they they asked him this was a real important thing at the at this at this time your death moment was important yeah. this dr luther do you still hold to all you have preached and taught his, yeah. his last word was yeah mm-hmm. german for yes yes yeah and he had said before that um oh i forget his famous quote but anyway he he never mm-hmm. he he stood to the end firm on what yeah. the lord had convicted him to stand up mm-hmm. for stepped outside last night mm-hmm. right around dusk and it's the worst time in the world to step outside because of mosquitoes. That's when the mosquitoes come yeah. out, man. And normally I try not to step outside at dusk. Step outside before dusk. Step outside when it's fully dark. You're usually a little better off. But dusk is just the worst time. So why in the world would I step outside at dusk last night? Well, because we wanted to see uh, the SpaceX launch of the Falcon 9. Some kind of launch. There was. And it was clear enough to where we thought we'd be able to see it from the backyard uh, Emily was trying to figure out how far we are, our backyard, to Kennedy Space Center, mm. where the launch was taking place. Mm-hmm. It's probably, as the crow flies, somewhere around 100 miles. Mm-hmm. I think it's 130-some-odd miles if you take the highway uh, to actually drive there from our house. But about 100 miles if you're just looking straight, you know. So on a good night, if there's not too much cloud cover— we can usually see the launch. And we did. 
So I had been doing some audiobook work. I stopped my audiobook work to go out and fight off the mosquitoes <laughs> to watch the launch, which she then videoed and, and sent to the family. And uh, our youngest grandson just he watched it several times so that he can spot the rocket. He <laughs> enjoys doing that. And the video came out nice. But then I sent a, a note to the author that I'm, I'm working on his book right now. Mm-hmm. And he's in North Georgia. And I said, I've uploaded a new chapter for you to review tonight. Just one chapter today because my wife wanted to step outside and watch the, the launch. Right. So we could see it from our backyard. And his response back to me is very telling of most people that live outside of Florida. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your night on the beach. Uh, and I just say, uh-huh. we don't all live on the beach. <laughs> there is no beach in my backyard. Uh-huh. Now, I'm a good 20, 25 minutes from a beach, mm-hmm. which is closer than most of America. But I don't have a beach in my backyard. Yeah, it's, And it's just yeah. so many people oh, think. Yeah. One of my girlfriends from high school, she first time she ever came down to visit me from Alabama, she because, you know, we grew up. Panama City was Florida. Right. Where I grew up, you went to Fort Walton or Panama City. That's where you went. And I'll never forget picking her up from the airport. She's got her daughter with her. We're driving up the interstate, going to my house. And she was like, it's so normal. (laughs) It's so, like, it's like, it's neighborhoods. It's like, there's roads. And I'm like, (laughs) Things people never think. This is before Google Maps and, you know, that you could literally see anybody's backyard mm-hmm. anywhere right. yeah. uh, from your computer but i that was when i was in school in birmingham for five years mm-hmm. at samford when i heard kids talk about going to the beach it's like hey what are you doing for spring break going to the beach i'm like well of course i mean what else do you do you open the door yeah. walk out because i grew up on an island yeah that yeah. was a you block actually from the did beach. have a beach i did right it's there, like yeah. so you, so you get out the back door and run down to the beach but the, when they were talking about going to the beach it was like a full trip planned to Panama City. That was yes. always yeah. the place yes, that you yes. go. Yep. But it's just, it's not what yeah. people what people think. They think Fort Lauderdale. They think uh, Siesta Key. They think all of the beach town. You actually did live in a stereotypical Florida beach town. People right. would be right But here's the thing case. about growing up in an area like, like that or like this. When my son-in-law moved down from Birmingham, Mm-hmm. Uh, which was what two years ago now? Gosh, I can't I can't remember. But anyway, I gave him his, you know, Florida transplant bumper sticker, if you mm-hmm, will, mm-hmm. the day that he kind of forgot that he lived within 15 minutes of right. a beach because he's involved in working yes. and going to buy groceries yes, yeah. and taking Regular care. Normal you know what life. I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Here's here's the deal. Like when when you live outside of Florida, you think three things when people say Florida. Mm-hmm. You think the beach. Yep. Sometimes you'll think the Everglades, swampy areas, and then the other thing that you think of is Orlando. Yeah, Disney World. Absolutely. So it's, it's either theme parks, yeah. swamps, mm-hmm. or beaches. When we first came down here, I had to look up this town on a map Yeah. When because I grew up in Louisiana. I had no idea where Sarasota, Florida was when we first came down to the original, the Joy FM, which was just the one station at the time. Mm-hmm. And the station manager is driving my wife and I around the area. Mm-hmm. And we go down one of the major thoroughfares in this town. And there's a pasture full of cows in an undeveloped area of that road. Mm-hmm. And her response was, 
they have cows. <laughs> because yeah. that is, oranges, yeah. yes. Cows yeah. in Florida, that no. is a foreign thing. Yeah. And peop, I was talking to somebody the other day yeah. who didn't, if you go to the middle part of the state, mm-hmm. it's tomato farms, yep. it's cattle farming. If you go a little further north, it's horse country. Mm-hmm. It is so far away from stereotypical Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. And so last night when that author yeah. sent back, enjoy your night at the beach, yeah. <laughs> I thought, man, yeah. people have no idea yeah. what Florida is really like. The Joy FM covers three states, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. And we are going to be out for T-shirts for turkeys next week in all three of those states. And uh, if you're looking at the the Georgia locations this year are just amazing. There are six stops per day. One day has seven stops. I think that's more than we've done in in Georgia. And it just uh, it's so good to see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so good. We're going to be in in on on Monday mm-hmm. in the morning uh, in Monroe at Chick Fil A there in Noonan at the Chick Fil A on Glenda Trace and in Carrollton at the Chick-fil-A on Bankhead Highway. So I don't want to start giving addresses, but I'm just mentioning a few cities where we'll be, and then later that day, Marietta, Fayetteville, and Columbus, all in one day. Yeah, and you'll you'll need to go to thejoyfm.com and plan now which stop you're going to come to, because we say this every year, we're a broken record. Uh, We get into, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, people get in their cars, and they're like, oh, my goodness, I want to, you know, I want to take part in T-shirts for turkeys. When are you coming to Sebring? It's like, well, we did that last night. Right. We were there <laughs> so, yesterday. Yeah. So make sure, make sure that you look to see and plan. And actually, the three of us, we're going to be out on Monday. We're going to be at the Riverview stop on Monday evening from five to seven. But if you look at Florida and Alabama has them too. And again, I'm not going to go through all these because it would just take forever. What we're saying is go to thejoyfm.com and look. But just in Florida, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve stops on Monday. Twelve stops on yeah. Monday. It's and also, of, too. A lot of ground to cover. And even though we're doing that, <laughs> yeah. we've already heard from one person saying, yeah. are you coming to this city? There's just no way we can cover uh, all we, the cities. We, get we as just can't. So as we can. We, have we do. 40 stops total in Florida. I don't even know how many Georgia and Alabama. A couple things. Number one, bring a frozen turkey. You get the new, newly designed okay. T-shirt, uh, frozen turkey, or $10. And I'm just going to say now, because it's kind of a, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's touchy or what have you, but if you can do $15 this year, you just look at inflation and it's kind of a double-edged sword. $10 does not buy the turkeys that it used to at all. And this is this is an outreach. This is, you know, I kind of, I don't want folks coming saying, oh, I'm coming to buy a t-shirt. I really want it to be the spirit, you know, the spirit of giving, giving turkeys. I didn't want to change it to $15 this year just because of inflation and how hard that it's been. But for those of you who can, who can, who can, if you can't, I'm not talking to you, but if you could give $15, you know, just to help buy more turkeys because these ministries it are all goes really to the ministries there locally, the wherever you yeah. are, yeah. wherever you make that stop, and, yeah. and it helps them yeah. immensely. So if you can, uh, but the the all of the whole you know the schedule, all the places we're going to be is going to be at thejoyfm.com. Every now and then, I find these stories, and I just think, well, I should I should talk about that. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of those this week, and it's only Tuesday. I know. And huh. we know what those stories include. You usually give us a pick. Well, that's when I, I have several stories to choose from. Right. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those kinds of stories I like. Okay. 
And Carmen thinks right now it's either about reptiles or planes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrong category. This is a feel-good story. Oh, okay. But I thought I'd just let you think that for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> this... He was so sweet to me earlier today. Mm-hmm. So now he's got I to... was? You were. And now you got to balance it out. <laughs> Man. Because I was <laughs> with a question mark. <laughs> I got to watch Let me work on son. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a story about a single mom mm-hmm. who was surprised by a group of high school students... With a car. Oh. Wow. Now, I know what you're thinking. How did a bunch of high school students get together and get a car for a single mom? This is where I like, there are still high schools in this country. I don't know how many of them, but there are still some who apparently have shop classes. Hmm. This particular school in Louisa County uh, has a group that is automotive technology students. They got a car, they fixed it up, and once it was fixed up, they went to an organization called the Giving Words Organization, which helps single moms get back on their feet after they've had some kind of crisis or struggle. And they picked Michelle Mendez, mom of six, and presented her with the car as just a gift. Wow. Bless you. And that's nothing to sneeze at. No, not at all. Was that three or four? That that's was four. five. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Oh, that's so sweet. That's it is. really, really sweet. I don't have anything <laughs> else to say about it. This I wonder. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was counting on the heartwarming <laughs> right, response part of it. And right. instead, so I get a series of sneezes, <laughs> and I'm lightheaded. Great story, though, Dave. Go back to snakes and planes. We, we got nowhere to go. I totally had something in my head that I wanted to say. Did and you it sneeze it out like seconds ago? Seconds ago. <laughs> you oh, reached I know for the mic. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I know what I was going to say. <clears throat> so what What candy bar, if you have one, I think mm-hmm. I would know yours, Bill, what candy bar is y'all's kryptonite? Like you just can't refuse. I, ha- I have not had a candy bar that's kryptonite for a long time, if yeah. you're talking candy bars, yeah. I just don't eat them. And with not even the orange intense, the the. Well, no, that's different. Yeah, okay. I don't think of that as a candy bar, but yes, it's well, lint is... intense it... orange would be. <laughs> it, it is a chocolate <laughs> bar. Yeah, I, I think, think Willy Wonka would I mean, consider it a I candy think bar. Yeah. You're thinking of the kind of th- you know, like Any like Snickers or Reese's or whatever. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's lint. The only reason it's a candy intense bar. orange. Uh, yeah. The only reason it's a I fancy s- candy bar. <laughs> the only reason I say that is Reese's. When I was little, yeah, it was Three Musketeers. I loved yes. Three Musketeers. Me too. Oh, the nougat. Mm. That or Milky Way were my two favorites. See, I was never a Milky Way. I was never a Snickers, but I was uh, Three Musketeers or Reese's. There, that was just oh, those candy bars. Uh, that yeah. was that was just it for me. So we had company over the weekend, and Pete, he is the most popular guy in the neighborhood because he buys the full size on candy this day bars on this day he's <laughs> he, he just he loves that he has so much fun with the neighborhood kids like a big block party mm-hmm. so he'll buy the full size candy bars and then he'll buy another bag just in case he runs out of the full size and we had uh, palmer and ellison our sweet little they're kind of like my nieces they call me into car car they were with us this weekend and we ordered pizza on friday then we went for a walk to go look at all the lights you know, in the neighborhood. And Pete opened up that candy, that bag. And I, I mean, the last couple of years, I have not touched Halloween candy at all. Like zero, 
none, nada. Uh, and he opened up that bag. And I don't know if it's because I had the babies there, but he was basically all giving us a treat, a sweet treat before we went for a little walk. And I pulled out a Reese's that was on Friday. So I had a couple, I went, had one, I think before we went for a walk, came back, had another one <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, I got into that bag. I probably had five. <laughs> and, and listen, she doesn't little, do it. Anything I, don't, I either go halfway. big or go home. That's right. And I was home and I went big. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the, you know, it was a little fun size yeah, pack. Right. I had five. And then I think I had two almond joys. And then on Sunday, I was looking at my girlfriend, CB. I'm like, I'm back on the wagon. I am not having any today. Five Reese's later on <laughs> Sunday. I know. So I didn't have any yesterday, so I'm ready for that candy to be out of the house. But what is yours, Dave? What can I you not say? Peanut M&M's. You like peanut M&M's. I do like peanut M&M's, but I don't think there's anything I can't just pass by. Mm. Um, peanut M&M's are a favorite. Snickers has always been a favorite. Um, last night, Emily told me if I didn't finish off the chocolate-covered almonds that have been oh. sitting on the counter, she was going to. Yes. And so I threw myself on the pack <laughs> to save her mm. and ate Such a handful a of dark, guy. dark chocolate covered almonds. Mm. But I, it's, wow. it's not a huge, it's not a kryptonite for me, oh, any okay. of them. Here's, here's my problem right now with this subject. Okay. My favorite chocolate right now yeah. is at a Swiss chocolate place in the, in the mall, the new mall. Okay. That costs like 80 bucks just to walk in and out of the door. Woo! I'm not kidding you. Wow. And so it is not the kind of thing where you're like, hey, I got a hankering for some candy. Yeah. I'm going to run over to this place. Yeah. I can't even pronounce the name of the place. That's well, how. I was going to say, what is this it's place? A, it's a place with Swiss chocolate. Everything's in. Well, Haley and Abby just left Switzerland. They're in Germany today. Oh, well, you should have had them get you some. Well, that's what I was going to say. They, Abby FaceTimed me on Sunday. And they had sent pictures of these chocolate shops that they went into. And there's, it was like a, it was like a whole, imagine like a fondue fountain, chocolate fountain. It was almost like a whole wall with chocolate coming down. And so I was, I was asking them, I said, is it just milk chocolate or is there dark chocolate there too? And they both said, oh yes, there is dark chocolate. And I said, well, did you get extra? (laughs) And they said, yes, we did. So we'll do a little taste test, you know, once you pick us up at the airport. Yeah. So I'll be eager to see what this sw- legit Swiss, Swiss chocolate, chocolate right? tastes like. And it's then there's part of me. All the rage. There's it, part of me that's wanting to go sugar free. Yeah. Well, listen, tomorrow. if you either decide to go sugar free or you're able to control I can't. <laughs> your stuff just a little bit. Don't even know where it you is. You could bring in just a Does little anybody else sliver see the of that. Irony well, you work of with the her. fact that we started the second hour of the show today talking about her dad and his problems yeah. and the fact that he never was able to beat his addictions yeah <laughs> mine's just another hers urge. is just chocolate uh-huh. <laughs> I know, and it really it really is i mean it used to be chocolate but now i'll go for the key lime pie or that yeah. you know the apple cobbler in all honesty if you don't yeah. know carmen she has been living sugar-free for, for a and, long time and for the most part right. you are i am that's why when i had she does slide off the wagon occasionally Every now this now past weekend was a, a bender. <laughs> this, oh, if you live in North Georgia, you have a cabin there. I just am a, a little bit envious, not in a you know serious way, but I I do admire. I, there's a picture of Rabin County. Mm. 
in Ugh, the fall with yeah. all the leaves changed. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Now, that's not this fall, as mm-hmm. far as I know, mm-hmm. because I've been tracking. <laughs> I have been ridiculous over here, uh, going to earthcam.com, mm-hmm. going through all my different cities. And the one I've been watching is Lake, Lake uh, Saranac, mm-hmm. New York, which I think I'm pronouncing that right. Johanna is from upstate New York, and I think she said that's right. When so. you go to New York, are you a, are you a window shopping kind of guy? Not not in New York, not so much. Okay, forget a city. Do you like to window shop, period? Are you a window shopping kind of guy? 50-50. See? More so than Dave. My grandmother, well, I mean, used to, he doesn't Anybody would be all. more so than me. Right. No, the reason I say this is my grandmother used to love to go window shopping on Saturdays. We'd go to Quintard Mall or, you know, to a mall or yeah. anywhere, you know, even downtown Aniston. And I, oh, I despised it. I hated it. I'm like, oh, this is miserable just to, <laughs> you know, walk and just look in the windows. But and- you're a get her done type, type girl. You're a little bit like the typical, stereotypical guy who would go to conquer. Like, I'm going to shop. I'm going to buy something. I just don't see the point in looking at things that you can't partake in or things that you can have. And that to me, all these, wit. all these cams... That you love to look at. Oh, yes. I am window shopping. You are window shopping fall leaves that we we don't get to enjoy. Uh, well, I, I know. It, I think <laughs> it got started when we were trying to get to Niagara Falls for the summer vacation. Yeah. And okay. we, we couldn't get there. And instead, we did our North Georgia retreat, which was absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. We're up about 2,000 feet in the side of a mountain on a, in a cabin. And the, just yeah. the mist was below us. And... You know, here it is July and there's 65, de- it's 65 degrees and winds are coming in and it was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But Kimberly and I have never really been, I mean, I lived in Birmingham for five years. Yeah. So I went to the Birmingham news station uh, and was checking out what was going on there this year because mm-hmm. we we normally take a trip in the wintertime. Well, right. Christian and Madison live here now, so we're not going to be doing those trips like we used to. But it, when I lived in Birmingham, we had some leaf change. We had winters where we had snow and ice mm-hmm. every year when I lived there, but this was a while back. So I'm just watching the weather, and the meteorologist uh, uh, meteorologist there said, well, it's been a little dry, and that prevents leaf change. It's been a little warmer, mm. and that's preventing some of the colors. And that's the conditions across much of the country. Mm-hmm. So you're not seeing with these, these climate conditions mm. the kind of leaf change that you would normally see. Mm-hmm. So here's Hotel Saranac, their webcam. Mm-hmm. And most of those, it's just brown. Yeah. Some of the leaves have fallen. I was checking out Maine. Maine's already past their peak in a number of spots. Mm. So I haven't found a super colorful place that looks like this picture from Rabin County, Georgia. Who knows what year that was? Mm-hmm. I haven't found it yet. Hmm. And I'm not going to stop my search until I find this. Okay. So hey. if you know yeah. if there's leaves right now yeah. that look like every color fall, Mm-hmm. Text me a link. I would love to see it. I'm, yes, Carmen, I am window shopping <laughs> for fall. So Bill was just talking about all the the cams that he's looking at, trying yes, to find yes good uh, good pictures of changing leaves, and you were asking people to text you a link. Uh, yeah, you know, during the entire time you were speaking, I was texting you pictures. <laughs> he was because my watch was blowing up. On I know. My I was wrist. texting well, both of you. At least you know, during the show, my phone is face down and I'm yeah. not paying any attention Obviously to it. Obviously you yeah. weren't, because I was sending you all the pictures. <laughs> Look at that. Oh my goodness, those are yeah. gorgeous. The Daniels, Where is that, Dave? That is black 
I think it's Black Mountain, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, wow. it's just outside of Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, uh-huh. cool. And when Dave says the Daniels, he's talking about his son Daniel and his daughter-in-law Danielle. Danielle, yeah. Look at that so, picture. Is that not beautiful? They're on a little family vacation. We're watching their dog right now, yeah. which is that you love so much. We just are enjoying the heck out of that. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's been such a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> So far, and I can't wait for them to get back home and tell us all about their trip. Well, wait, there's there's a dog right there. Did they? That not... is not their dog. They actually oh. met up with some friends of ours uh, who live there now. And before they went to the Airbnb that they had rented, they went up a couple of days early and stayed with this uh, family that we know. So okay. that's their dog, not the not, Daniels. Not dog. the Daniels dog. Right. These are beautiful picks. This is really the kind of thing. It's that what I you were looking, looking for. for. Exactly. See? There's the leaves are are changing here in North Carolina. Look at those colors, Carmen. That's yeah. they're that's, gorgeous. Oh, that's just beautiful. I saw them. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad I've seen them now too. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> You're quite welcome, Bill. Anytime I can help you or try to I- interrupt you during a break, I will happily do so. Bill's big one of the day. Reformation has to be the big word of the what? day today. I know. I've already done deciduous, so I couldn't have it tie in with the leaves. But I can <laughs> have the big word tie in with the conversation we had earlier today. The small r reformation simply is the act of changing to a better state or character or way of operating or an improved state of functioning that results from the correction of abuses and bad habits or practices. So in that sense, reformation is like rehabilitation, renewal, or transformation. Reformation with a large r, capital R, is uh, the 16th century movement that began with the objective of correcting theology and practice in the Roman Catholic Church, and that ultimately led to the establishment of Protestant churches. But it is oh so much more than that, so much more rich. And here's my sentence that's also a shameless plug. If you wonder why the Reformation is important to all of us living in the West in the 21st century, check out our posts at themorningcruise.com. This is the morning- 